Welcome to our SAP Extended Warehouse Management Podcast. SAP EWM in the cloud. Where is actually my system? And much more important, what can I do with it? If you have also asked yourself these questions, then you are completely right here. Because this is our topic today. My name is Andreas Rupp. I'm a solution advisor at SAP for digital logistics. And together with me is my colleague, Matthias Nata. Hi, Matthias. Hi. Matthias, there are many good reasons why more and more companies are using cloud applications, not only for economic reasons. Exactly. The cloud also offers companies the chance to concentrate on business process optimization and to hand over administrative IT activities with the additional benefit of always being on the latest hardware. And that can even lead to systems which overall performance is higher than in the previous on-premise model. Although the systems are far away from the warehouse, like in our case with SAP EWM. But let's keep this for later. First of all, let's have a look at SAP's cloud offerings for extended warehouse management. Basically, it's uh, quite simple. So customers have the option to use SAP EWM in the public cloud or in a private cloud. And each option has, of course, individual advantages. Very important, it is always the same technical solution. So that means the same code line that can be used in different ways. First start uh, with the public cloud. EWM in the public cloud has the focus on standardized business processes and it delivers innovations and new features and functions continuously. That means that new functions are automatically shipped to the customer every six months. Flexibility and extension options are provided by the SAP Svahana Cloud Extension Framework, which offers field extensions, cloud bodies, or APIs to adapt and extend SAP EWM according to customers' business requirements. Mm -hmm. And all users access the system via web interfaces. The central entry point is the well-known SAP Fiori Launchpad, which provides apps to set up the system and to run and monitor all business processes. And there are many predefined standard processes, of course, so-called best practices, which can be used out of the box. SAP's Best Practice Explorer, a public landing page, provides comprehensive and detailed documentations with flowcharts, test cases, and configuration scripts to make the implementation of EWM in the public cloud as easy as possible. You will find the corresponding links in the podcast notes. Let's have a quick look at the functionality of SAP EWM public cloud option. It provides, of course, all core functions, which are required to run a modern and paperless warehouse, like put away, picking, physical inventory, integrated quality checks, or production staging. And a mobile working environment for mobile devices is also included, based on the well-known RF framework. And Matthias, the good news is our public cloud offering obviously convinces our customers. Uh, we already have many successful customers using SAP EWM in the public cloud, and we also see strong growth and a high demand. By the way, the official name is SAP S4HANA Cloud Warehouse Management. And it's also important to mention that the EWM public cloud option is currently only available as integrated warehouse management solution in an SAP S4HANA cloud ERP. Andreas, honestly, um, 10 years ago, it was really hard for me to imagine that warehouse management in a public cloud could work. But the development of the recent years has shown me 
that we have a great solution that works and most important, it is very well received by our customers. Parallel to the public cloud, we also offer the private cloud option for EWM. With this option, our customers get dedicated EWM systems in the data centers of hyperscalers or of SAP. The technical operations of the systems and many more is done by SAP and our customers need only one contract with us, the SAP, for software, for support, for infrastructure, for security and technical basis administration, all at monthly subscription. Mm -hmm. So let's talk briefly about hyperscalers. Hyperscalers are IT infrastructure providers whose resources can be scaled to a very high degree. Thousands of servers and storage systems are connected globally via high performance networks. And the most important hyperscalers are Amazon Web Services, Microsoft Azure, Google Cloud Platform and Alibaba. And these are exactly the providers which SAP private cloud customers can freely choose for the provisioning of their EWM systems. There are several ways to move into the private cloud. So customers can migrate existing EWM on-premise installations into the private cloud. This ensures that investments made in the software in the past, such as enhancements and customization can be transferred. Customers can thus migrate directly from an existing business suite EWM to an SAP S4HANA EWM in the private cloud. New EWM customers can start their implementation directly in the private cloud. This is particularly interesting for SAP WM customers who want to switch to EWM as part of an S4HANA transition and want to start with logistics here. Logistics first is the keyword. This approach allows to distribute limited project resources more efficiently over the time. Matthias, I'd like to do a quick fact check for the private cloud option with you. I'll okay. give you a keyword, yeah? And you tell us briefly, briefly please, what works and what does not work. So let's start. Deployment. Migration and new implementation is possible. Functionality. A complete EWM without any limitations. Yeah, just like on-premise. Okay. Um, mobile working. Yes, as in on-premise, based on the RF framework. And uh, warehouse automation. Also, yes, as in on-premise, here via the Integrated Material Flow Control, MFS, or via IDOCS. Okay. What about extensibility? Uh, full extensibility and flexibility. No differences to on-premise. Cool. Modifications? Mm, are allowed, but yeah, of course not recommended. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> Configuration? Uh, takes place via the familiar SAP customizing process. Okay. User interfaces. Standard is SAP Fiori for end users, RF framework for mobile working, and SAP GUI is also still possible. And of course, it's used for customizing. Mm -hmm. What's about release upgrades? Mm, at least every five years, because then a release usually runs out of the standard maintenance but the customer decides about the when. Partner add-ons? Are possible. And the license model? Subscription. Okay, yes, you already mentioned that, yes. But uh, yeah, thanks, Matthias. Many important topics in a nutshell. 
And one more important fact, the private cloud option for EWM can be used as an integrated warehouse management solution or as a decentralized solution. And EWM as decentralized warehouse management system in the private cloud can be connected directly to an SAP ECC, to an SAP S for HANA or to a non-sub ERP system without middleware. And it doesn't matter if the ERP system is on-premise or in the cloud. Mm, Andreas, I missed honestly one topic in your list, the performance. Yes, Matthias, indeed. And the answer is quite simple. Performance in logistics systems is so important that we should discuss it in more detail. EWM controls operational warehouse processes as well as automatic warehouses. And that means we talk about performance in terms of mobile working, high performance work, workstations, and also material flow systems. Performance is therefore a matter of milliseconds. And it's clear since the systems are no longer located directly in the warehouse, we naturally have higher latencies compared to an EWM that is located directly in the warehouse next to the sheet metal, yeah, um, as we say. And customers are, of course, also concerned about bandwidth and availability of private cloud systems. The good message is that the higher latencies don't make a relevant difference for the most warehouses. But why? Latencies that occur in certain regions, as within Europe or between North America and Europe, are very predictable are constantly monitored and measured, and there are even companies that make certain latency commitments via SLAs. So, for example, Verizon Enterprise guarantees 30 milliseconds for a round trip in 99.5% of all cases within Europe. If you look at the measured values, you can even see an average value per round trip of about 13 milliseconds. This is also in line with measurements we have done, for example, within Germany. Important, always depending on the technical connections of the two endpoints. Yeah, and especially company locations are usually well connected to the public network with redundant physical connections. And this also applies, of course, to the data centers of the hyperscalers. So if we assume a latency impact of 30 milliseconds for a mobile working, or for a UI uh, scenario within Europe, according to the numbers of Verizon Enterprise, this impact is in a range 30 milliseconds that is simply not perceptible for warehouse employees. Yeah. That means they don't recognize it. And if we use the integrated material flow system MFS in EWM and we control automatic warehouses, it also takes one round trip between the destination request telegram from the PLC and the destination answer telegram from EWM to the PLC. This also results in, an, in a latency impact of 30 milliseconds worst case. And this is also okay for most of the automatic warehouses without any problems because for box conveyor systems, we often see required response times in the range of 300 to 500 milliseconds. And in the pallet area, the required response times are normally even higher in the range of more than one second. This means that from a latency perspective, it is possible to operate a high performance warehouse, including the material flow system in the private cloud. Absolutely. And there are many customers who already have corresponding system landscapes for their warehouse management system today. 
They use EWM, for example, in data centers of hyperscalers, data center of hosting providers, or they have their own centralized data center. It is always the same system architecture because the EWM system is not located in the warehouse itself. An equally important aspect is the processing time in the SAP EWM system itself. And this benefits extremely from the high performance infrastructure of the hyperscalers, which is usually always up to date. So the effect could be that the end-to-end -end performance in the cloud deployment is even better compared to the former on-premise deployment because higher latencies are overcompensated by lower processing times. I just recently spoke with a long-time EWM customer who reported exactly this experience after moving his EWM on-premise system from a server room next to the warehouse to a central data center more than 150 kilometers away. Mm -hmm. At the end, this means that a move to the cloud can even lead to a better end-to-end -end performance than before. And there are further advantages like the high availability or disaster recovery options. Cold and hot standby scenarios can be realized very easy and SAP takes care of it. The global infrastructure of the hyperscalers enables a global deployment strategy of EWM systems. Imagine, for example, a central development system in Europe, which can be combined with several productive systems on different continents around the world. And all of this in highly secured and also sustainably operate data centers that are shared by many. So certainly also a contribution to the sustainability goals of many companies today. For sure, yes. So SAP EWM in the cloud, where is actually my system and what can I do with it and why does it make sense? I think we gave a lot of answers to these questions today and Matthias, I really enjoyed talking to you about this topic. So thank you for listening and see you soon.